Hello, and welcome back to the Patrick's Green Tea Podcast. On January 25th, 2021, I sat down with a friend of mine I met through my college senior thesis documentary. When we did our first interview about his band Ship of Fools, Dan and I immediately hit it off. He's an incredibly driven artist, working on multiple music production, music performance, and film projects since we started talking last fall. He's introduced me to a lot of new music and people, and I'm incredibly grateful for our friendship. It was pretty soon after we started talking that I wanted to bring him onto the podcast. We found that we had a lot in common, but also that we had divergent interests that made for great conversation. Even within the scope of the Grateful Dead, which we are both passionate about, we have different preferences for certain eras and band members. I'm surprised that the topic of the Grateful Dead didn't come up very much in this episode, but it probably was because we talk so much about them normally. Dan and I also recorded an episode on this day for his podcast, Speaker Cables. As of this week, the episode is not aired but stay tuned for when it eventually does. And check out the first episode of Speaker Cables, which is up on YouTube right now. I originally recorded the episode with cameras, but I won't be releasing the video immediately for a bunch of reasons. I wouldn't expect to see it published for a while, but since weed is now legal in New York and almost legal in Connecticut, I'm definitely considering it. Shout out to Eliana Beitler for designing the Ship of Fools lighter, animating the Ship of Fools movie, and for being an awesome human. Dan and I keep referencing the logo for this podcast because he put it up on his TV for the duration of the recording. Another shout out to the creator of the logo, Isa. That's it, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen. We have a distinct, I have the distinct pleasure to welcome Dan Murray of Ship of Fools fame. Thank you. You could have a lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, the man's band has their name on the lighter. So, I mean, like, that's pretty (laughs) awesome. Yeah, that was our first, that's. That's shout out to Eliana, um, but yeah, that was the that was the first merch that I wanted us to go into is lighters. I and th- they came out really cool. I uh, they always, they always, every time I'm looking, I'm just like they catch my eye because they're like bright orange with black text, and it's it's just like very easy to see. Well, know? well designed, well constructed by uh, Eliana Bailey. <laughs> Absolutely. So I mean, let's get let's get into the real green tea. I want to talk about, um, you know, do you, you do you have to do you have to go through anything on your behalf first before we go into like the weed topics? Um, I take care of that in, like in post. Oh, you do an intro. Yeah. You so you've done an intro to this clip right now? No, I didn't do it yet. But you're going to. <laughs> Based on what we're doing here right now. It's just like like a things I forgot to mention. Uh, okay. Like once I listen through, I'm like, oh, I, I wish I mentioned this. How do you feel about uh, a podcast that has music underneath it, like at a low volume, like for uh, for background appeal? That would be cool. I think you like that. I, I've heard podcasts like that, and it's just like light piano. I think it works really well. Yeah, I've been thinking about that too. As and also just like another thing to kind of creatively, you know, make like make a folder full of these little things to just play in the background. Yeah. But then I don't want it to entirely become that. So. You know, it's a battle. But yeah, I mean, take the wheel, dude. So I, I, I'm just excited to talk about weed. <laughs> it's good, man. Um, like, I, like I was telling you, I freaking had a list of stuff just to like reference. I was gonna start having like with guests. I usually do some research. Of, of usually the guests I have, I just know nothing about. And I'll just be like, oh, I, I'd love to talk to him about this. But for this, like. I forgot to prep at home, so I'm just like, well, it's not. I mean, I, if anyone knows anything about me and my my doings, it's you. After the, yeah, the last couple of months, exactly. So I, I we, we we have plenty to talk about either way. Um, I really enjoyed those freaking cosmic brownies. <laughs> they were good. I'm about to reach for one in a second. Pro- product placement. Will they sponsor you? No, I. I mean, I wish. You can't say your name. I would do that if Cosmic Brownies sponsored this podcast. We'd be on a different planet. Shout out to Small Deborah. <laughs> yeah. 
of how how did you enjoy um <laughs> your first dead experience like your first like seeing something dead related live in i think i gave you those files too actually i in 2014 i went to the beacon and i saw further which at the time was john Caladec and then bob and phil so that and that was like april 2014 and uh and like you know we talked about it they did a lot of covers and stuff which was strange, but it was still cool to see them for the first time. But I think the real first dead experience was gathering the vibes, and that was 2015, 20, maybe 2014 as well. Might have been the same summer. And then that was like all of them had, you know, they all had their own bands. Bobby had some, you know, his own thing going on. It wasn't Wolf Bros, uh, if, if I can recall correctly. Phil and Friends. I think Bobby was playing with uh, Bruce Hornsby. And oh, maybe cool. maybe Witten as well, um, or or Branford, whichever one plays with them. Um, a gathering of the vibes, holy shit! No, yeah, it was a stacked lineup, and then it never came back. Other years, I don't think I don't know if they did, just didn't get the funding anymore, or if the spot was it was a it was in Bridgeport. Um, man, in your yeah, in your home state, dude. Yeah, that man. Was my, it's probably first time there. Definitely not a poppin' city. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, dude, Zappa plays Zappa. That was the first time I saw Dweezil. He came out with an Eddie Van Halen style guitar and did Eruption. Um, Man. pretty sure the Roots were one day. The Machine, it's the seminal Pink Floyd cover right. band that we were talking about before, did a 2 a.m. set of All of Animals. <laughs> it was a, it was a dream. Uh, there's one more than Primus. That's what that was the other one. No Primus, but Les Claypool. Um, that, no. that poster over there with the pig head. Who is the, the drummer for Primus? Is Jay Lane famous is, for something, right? Jay yeah. Lane is the Wolf Bros drummer. Yeah. Jay I, Lane I, subbed in for a little bit. They might, uh, they went back to the other guy whose name is uh, Tim, Alexa- Tim Herb Alexander. Something like that. Man. Primus is... I can't wait for you to get, like your Primus phase. For some reason, that like coincided with my Grateful Dead phase. Was like, I think like the Grateful Dead's like the warm summery part of like psychedelic rock, and then Primus is just like a a fucking melting clown carnival. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's sick. It's awesome. I what what did, what do they sound like? What's their genre? Uh, pro- you know. Uh, they came up in the 90s, so I'm sure they probably get labeled as alternative. Um, Interesting. You definitely know one of the songs. I don't know if it's a Primus song. I think it might be just less, but the, the South Park theme song. The, that, like... They made that? Yeah. Les Claypool did the South Park theme song. The Robot Chicken theme song. Oh, I know the Robot Chicken. I, I don't know it, like... It sounds basic. If you, uh, like, if you really wanted to put a pin on it, the Robot Chicken theme song is probably a little bit closer to what Primus is serving up. <laughs> but, like, all over the place, there's some really cool songs. And then uh, that one with the pighead pork soda is really good. Sailing the Seas of Cheese is really good. Um, Tales from the Punch Bowl is really good. And now he plays with uh, uh, Lennon's Kid. Julian or... Uh, jo- uh, there's another... There's, like, Sean. two. Sean, yeah. Dude, I'm gonna be so pissed if I get this wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it's. Can I look it up? Are we allowed to do that? Yeah. Who is in the Lennon Claypool delirium? Oh, British Siri. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't change it either because I'm so sure your your thing will go away. Um. Dude. I wish I knew who designed this. It's, I mean, like I could probably like pull it up, but um, someone, it's like someone made this. That is not me. Is that a K or an H? In Patrick, it's a K. I hope so. <laughs> For five dollars. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like <laughs> what if, it's a skinty boy. What if you? What if you get him on here? Like you, we have like this whole like documentary about finding the guy on Fiverr who did this and he goes oh I thought your name was Patch Rich <laughs> yeah 
there's a font that I use for um, th- the YouTube thumbnail that I really like. I think it's called Milkshake. It's, oh, nice. It's like really... The only thing is the numbers are atrocious. And yeah. It's just not good. No, I get that sometimes. I'm a big soap. You use soap, that font? No. That's a good one. Courier New. I'm a big Courier New fan. <laughs> I like I like looking like I'm writing on a typewriter, even though it's on my 2013 MacBook. Um, man, what are some other good fonts? I like Times New Roman. I'm a simple man. You're a simple man? <laughs> Dude, that's totally your bread. I do a lot of like more. Uh, I don't know. Your guy uses Comic Sans for fun. <laughs> no. There's there's a few like on special occasions like for. Yeah, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, like I've been, I, I said I've been doing Minecraft recently. I have a world where I only play while I'm high. Right. I I, from the, I remember this from the last episode. So. I forgot where I was going with that. It was going somewhere. Yeah. It was something about... I was going to say, if I get any liquor in my mustache, you got to let me know. <laughs> okay. That's a big issue I'm facing right now is I can't have um, I can't have foods that require a lot of uh, mouth <laughs> mouth motion. Because you know, you know yeah. what else it is, too? If I, <laughs> if I go like this, the, this part of my mustache comes out this way. So I almost got to, you know, I understand why Bobby has a mustache that goes, like, across his face now. Because he doesn't, when he's having ice cream, he doesn't want to have to keep pushing his mustache hair out. You know? Yeah. That's exactly Can why. Can you use that? Are you going to use that? Are you going to edit it out? Because that was gold, dude. <laughs> of course going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, dude, we went from, like, the logo to the font to fucking a conversation about fonts yeah and it's all on camera too I, I like is that crazy by the end of it my mind is like what you know is people happening? think it's e- people think that it's easy too people i think you know with like anything related to entertainment they think that the job is necessarily related to less work and more uh you know more glitz and glamour but yeah. It is genuinely hard. It is anyone, you know, and, and I'm not even boasting saying that I've gotten entirely better with talking on camera, but people who talk on camera for the first time sound like they've, they're like that. They, they don't remember how to be a person when they see a, a red blinking dot for the recording light. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. Like some people are just like, ah, and then they try to like act cool and you're like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, hell yeah. I'm trying to think that like I I had good because I wrote, I wrote some questions out on a sticky note last night, and uh, do you have it on you? No, that's what I'm saying. That's that's when I left home. Oh. So I'm trying to think. I guess the main thing, I guess the the big picture is that I'd love to talk about the dead and to talk about weed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mainly with with weed. What's your favorite thing to do while you're high? Listen to music. Is there, like, just anywhere? Like, you could be walking and listening, and, or do you have to be, like, on your bed? Mm. So, um, uh, doesn't need to be anywhere, necessarily. Making music, I'd prefer to probably prefer to be here. If I'm listening to music, it could be, you know, car, my headphones, uh, you know, if I'm listening to stuff I'm working on, if I'm walking around, I like it in the summer for sure. You know, I like, uh, you know, when it gets nicer out, I like rolling something up after getting some work done, taking a walk at maybe like three or four when it's like cooler out, like when it's when it starts to cool down in the afternoon, and just walking around. Yeah, you have a really like great area to walk around in. I have to go to like these trails in the middle of the woods to mm. be able to walk around. Yeah. I like woods too. Don't get me wrong though. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't a big like roll, you know, roll something and take a hike person in high school. Um, I think I always tried to center things more about like being here and making music or listening to music or listening to records. Um, 
but I, I admire that a lot too. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's like the adventurous kind of feeling that you get too, like the first times that you got high. Like the first times that you get, you know, first couple times you get high or whatever. Everyone has those stories where it's like an adventure. And uh, I think that's like the, the closest way to get back to it too is when you're taking a hike through the woods. Yeah, for sure. Unknown territory. Young, wild, and free. <laughs> I think weed also like feels like kind of mystical when you're going through it. Mm-hmm. And just like, I'm sure there have been times when you were high and things just felt so strange, you know? Just like, what is going on? Like, and then and you're put back in uh, your sober self and everything feels like just weird. Can I ask you, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you on weed? Like, in terms of that feeling? That's where, a good question. Where things are strange and you've had the carpet pulled out from under you. <laughs> on weed? I feel like... And I'm allowed to talk about this one. In uh, the Netherlands, I um, took, like, mushroom truffles. You can just buy them legally and just take them. And I feel like that was like psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and so I, I like smoked earlier in the day, and then I tripped later in like in the evening. Like a lot. They were truffles, so like they didn't really last too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took them slowly too, so they were like less intense. But and it's just not it's pretty mild but it was just uh but your your question was what was the weirdest sort of like feeling that happened to you yeah i think um anything related to psychedelics is really weird you know i've been talking about that like you ever had a time where you smoke too much and you're like trying to go to sleep and you know okay well i guess i might have i i, I might have uh at some point like early on but after like after I took like truffles and stuff, I feel um like that like weed weed is so not mystical compared to that, you know. See what I'm trying to say. It's taking me to another world right now. I know. You really want to talk about mushrooms. Sure. And you know what? I can I can like edit this all out if I want to. So we don't even have to be walking on eggshells you could edit me out right now and yeah. you know what we gotta do at the end of this when I get up from the chair you have to you have to do a <laughs> cross fade so that I'm not in the chair anymore yeah <laughs> well what, what that was that your only oh, experience oh actually or? you know what there was a time there was a, a very particular time that, fi- that just came to my mind mm-hmm. I was just smoking weed at um at City Field Actually, I was the Mets play. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Let's go Mets. <laughs> yeah, let's go. My my tenth grade teacher had, or my fifth grade teacher was into the Mets. But anyway, shout out to Mister Bigley. He was dope, Mister B. That's what we called Mr. him. Mister B. <laughs> um, but anyway, at the, at City Field, this guy was selling like edibles. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem real because I've never bought any weed ever before that. You really, you really put yourself in some situations where you find crazy people, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like, and I, I said this another time. It's not that like, it's not that I didn't anticipate this stuff from you, but you have many of these stories where you, you've just find these <laughs> characters. I don't know if I if I search out these characters the way that you do, but I, I'm impressed. I, I am impressed. Yeah. So, so you tracked down a man at a, at a major league baseball. I didn't track event. him down. I just walked he, he by him. He tracked you down. No, he was just standing on like an intersection, just saying like edibles, mm-hmm. and that was it. I'm like, okay. So it, he he made these like, you know, poly uh, lollipops. It's like this hard <laughs> yes. candy. Yeah. Uh, then he made. Well, I know. I know you know what it is. But I'm saying the lollipop. It's on a stick. The lollipop part of the lollipop. <laughs> just that. Just that like hard stuff. He would put out into like these weed tendies. I called them, 
they're like they look like chicken tenders, but they were just that candy that you would eat. It was like 30 milligrams or whatever. I just had like a 10 milligram lollipop and uh, do when it turned dark, when it, when it turned to nighttime, they did that second set with the help on the way. Um, then they did Eyes of the World and then they did, no, they did Franklin's Tower. Was this like one of those, those for real, like the weed lollipop trucks or whatever? No, like, it was just a it, dude. Oh, it was just a random guy? Just a dude. That's honestly more reliable. I thought you were talking about those stupid trucks that. Oh no, the, no. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know what you're talking. No, this dude was, and it worked for sure. How many Dead and Company shows have you been to? I feel like every time you hear, you hear about a new Dead and Company show. Um. It's above or below ten? Above ten. Above ten? Yeah. Jesus. I, I have a count of like just the all the bands I've seen, which is like probably twenty something, thirty something. I think a majority of that is Dead and Company, but I don't know if, you know. Because Dead and Company, like, you know, I followed. I, I used to have it in that cabinet, but I have, a, I have, like, a big file of all the tickets from shows that I've been to. That would have been fun to go through. But that's going to be tough to find. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do that. There's a lot of them. It's all good. But anyway, at the City Field, I had the, like, it was such a, I have a whole episode. It was one of my first episodes of this podcast where I just talk about it at length and like, uh, I don't know. It felt, well, first of all, cause it, it wasn't like an edible. I felt like a full body reaction to it. So it, it literally felt like, you know, when like you're in a roller coaster and you have to strap in, it literally felt like this invisible strap was pulling me into my seat and it was like really intense. I felt like I was on a rocket or something. And, uh, that whole night was just so, I don't know. It was my first eyes of the world, which was really, that was, that was something. It's beautiful. Dude, I, I cried. I haven't, I didn't cry in a long time since, uh, before that. And then I, I cried. I don't even, I, I don't think I've cried since. It was, it was a very impactful moment. You haven't cried? The only time you cried is at a Grateful Dead concert? <laughs> uh, oh boy. Yeah, okay. man. That's beautiful. I cried at uh, Paul Simon. Oh, really? Yeah. I cried at... Uh... So you can relate. Oh, yeah. I cry I cry at concerts all the time. I, music is the is one of the, the, you know, one of the surefire ways to make me cry. What's a song that makes you cry that's not Grateful Dead related? Ooh, that's a great question. Oh, you answer that first. Uh... Uno reverse. <laughs> song that makes me cry one time walking to my high school job uh at an organic grocery store i was listening to goodbye yellow brick road and i started crying while walking <laughs> across the intersection to get there wait which which uh group is that that does that's that? elton john uh, goodbye yellow brick road dude i don't know the song <laughs> i know you've been the you've been the 25 grateful dead shows but you, you don't know goodbye yellow brick road <laughs> Seminal Dude, song. My, by my music taste is really bad outside of the Grateful Dead, and that, it's always been that way. I just like found the Dead one day and just got really into them. Man, we gotta... I want the people at home to know I gave him a terabyte full of different music. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he's he's slowly making his way through it. Kamasi Washington is great, but uh, before we go on that tangent, because there's, there's a whole tangent there, right? Uh, Can I offer you one of these cosmic brownies? No, I, I don't want. I th- I realized that would probably sound really weird to munch into the the mic. Oh, I already did. Dude. I you know. got it. <laughs> You're gonna have to edit that whole section out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess besides besides the Grateful Dead, what do I even listen to? Yeah, man. I, I was tearing up. Not gonna lie. Totally. Be, You're about to say that. Taylor, totally Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know, man? Yeah, I knew this was coming. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't because it was like because the song was good. It was just like I was listening to a live version and having a fucking million little like like teenage no, girls. No, a million little ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> no, no, nothing against Swifties. <laughs> A million little girls, all, all holding up, 
It was weird. So, no, but the thing, the way it was, the way it was mixed, it was like they all, they were all super reverby, and they were mm-hmm. louder than than Taylor Swift in this song. Oh yeah, and so they were it's singing like, along Taylor with it. Taylor ducked out, and they're singing the words. Yeah, it was just overwhelming. It was weird. Oh my I, god! I dude. teared up. I didn't didn't cry to that. Did I don't it, think I've cried to other music. It just tore me apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 weed weed is pretty cool at the end of the day. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I didn't even expect to go that deep into the whole weed thing, but we went there, man. <laughs> We've been. <laughs> Dude, what's, what's this podcast about? Green tea? It's about, it's about, it's about the uh, the tea. Do people, add, it, wait, so is your cover up that it's about green tea, like Arizona green tea? Um, I don't even think it's a cover up. I think it's like a weird like joke <laughs> you know it's like green tea it's like i, I don't know mm-hmm. but i guess like if you're if you're if it's on a list and you're looking at different podcasts you're not going to really think it's a weed thing until you see the and your t t standing for thc i'm guessing is the oh it wasn't no no it was just green tea all right cool all right well there you go you can tell people that as well yeah. i thought that was i thought that's what it was for but uh patrick patrick's green tea podcast man yeah, see that I I I don't even use this um, logo much. I just use the. I like that it's like a waning crescent. You know <laughs> yeah, I do too. About? I think that was a cool touch. That was a cool touch. Too. I didn't even ask for that, and it was just like I said, like a circle, but she she made it cooler. You know. Shout out to Fiverr workers and artists. You don't, <laughs> the, you don't they have crazy. a username or? Oh, they do. I could shout yeah. them out. Yeah, shut them out. Um, shut them out. We can, I mean. <laughs> the people can wait. Yeah, the people can wait. You can just edit it. Um, yeah, it must be like DoorDash for artists is like Fiverr, but probably a lot. Uh, you don't make as much. Can you charge more than $5? Just, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can charge like, but five is the standard, I guess. I really just want to get famous enough for cameo fame. Where like someone can be like, okay. "Hey, can you make something for my grandma?" And I'd be like, "Hi, <laughs> hi, Susie's grandma. It's Dan Murray from Ship of Fools. Uh, you know, I'm out here playing Grateful Dead's music, but I'm thinking about you today. <laughs> Have a good one." Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, cameo is interesting. I can't find it. I almost bought my mom a Pee Wee Herman cameo for her birthday, but it was like two hundred fifty dollars. And I was like, this is just a little bit too expensive for it to yeah. be, for how funny it is. <laughs> yeah, that's like a festival ticket or something. Yeah, for those of you at home, I, my mother has a, and we'll, you gotta grab a photo of this now for reference, but she in the kitchen of, uh, of where we live, she's got a Pee Wee Herman on Broadway uh, framed photo, or framed poster, I should say. And when you walk into my uh, apartment, it's the first thing that you see. It's literally the first thing that you see when you open the door. So that's how we've been greeting people um, for the the extended amount of time that we've been here. Wow. Do you know who Pee Wee Herman is? Yeah, I do know. He is, uh, I mean, I've, I never watched any of his movies. Right. Because I was just never shown a Pee Wee Herman movie, but I'm sure I would enjoy it's okay. it. It's okay. I mean, it's not mandatory, but it's just, he's just a quirky guy. Yeah, I don't know like your reference. You don't know Elton John, but you know who Pee Wee Herman is? <laughs> I know who Elton I John know. is. I just yeah. didn't know the song. So the the Fiverr person, I think it's a her. Her, her name is Regar, um, is Isa. Isa. At Isa. Thank you. It's uh, A-I-Z-E-E-K-H-A-N. You have like a little animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on Fiverr. Yeah, on Thanks, Isa. Thanks, Isa. It's a good logo, and yeah, I, I use logo. it all the time. I think it's it's real. It's the most minimalistic po- possible logo you can make out of a weed leaf. You know, it doesn't get it doesn't get any simpler than that. I'm telling you, I really think it's an H. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> it's not the best K, but it's a good H. It's a good H. <laughs> I think if I wanted to, I could just like I don't know, 
J- just go to a different be, font yeah. and just make the K. That yeah, font. <laughs> a different font. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, at this point, he's got to legally change your name. Exactly. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh no! Edit that out. I probably will. <laughs> All right. Underrated performance of the night: the coconut tequila. The coconut tequila, yeah. I I, the I buy coconut, whatever, however you pronounce it. Oh yeah, B A I. It was a little expensive. I would say that the the ice would have probably been better, and it's like half the price. But same outcome. What what about ice? Ice is like is really good. It's more fizzy. It's not oh, as like it's a flavor. I this, about the ice no, no, no. It's it's like a brand. Yeah, I'm gonna have to reload in a second. Yeah. I really thought that. I, I mean, I thought I'd be on my ass by now, but I'm, I've been holding up okay. I'm oh, yeah. not a tequila person. Despite my uh, my adventurous lifestyle, is tequila different than like regular alcohol? Yeah, uh, for sure. For, at least just for me. For some reason, the clear things like vodka, tequilas, Patron specifically, uh, I fucking I'll throw up or I'll fucking I, I can't say that I've done something really stupid, but definitely at my <laughs> most stupid. Oh man. No, I mean yeah. You drink it over time. Here's a plug. Ready for a plug? The Drunk Patrick Chronicles. That's a thing. That's another episode? <laughs> it's another, like, series in the podcast's, like, life, and you can only get it on Patreon. That's, like, a real thing. You deadass have a Patreon? Yeah. That's sick. This, who, do you have any followers? I have zero followers. But dude, when I get a Patreon do the same thing, I will be your follower. We'll just be <laughs> exchanging the same money to each other. That's a good idea. That is a good idea, dude. Yeah, yeah all right. So there's that old, like, story of the person who, like, loans someone 20. <laughs> or, like, uh, so you The old give, wives' tale? Say, yeah, say I give you, like, a gift card, and yeah. it has $20 in it. And then, or a birthday card. And 20 the next, is, they usually do it in five, so let's say 25 The next birthday because you, you I'm next, you would give me the same amount of money. Right. And then you just keep swapping the same 25. And it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I do think there's some people like that. <laughs> Who? Uh, I mean, not in my life personally, but I could, I could just see like, you know, a, just in a, 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 <laughs> not like immediate family if you're giving immediate family gift cards you know that's kind of that's you know well i don't, I don't know what your house is like but you get them get them something to open that's yeah. always been my thing get them something to open and then a gift card's the second thing like the gift card should be the second most exciting thing yeah right because that's that's definitely an awesome way to uh to also like what if someone gets you more things than you got them <laughs> You know what I mean? And you give them a gift card, it's not really like you're giving them less things. It's like they're going to go take care of this themselves. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. If you're giving someone just a gift card, like in a business thing, you know, I don't, I don't know how many business relationships I've had like that where I'm getting gift cards. But that's, that's. I mean, I feel like that's the big thing, right? It's like business relationships uh, and distant, like you don't know what that person likes, but you're like, oh, sh- she's a uh, girl. Okay, I'm going to get her a Sephora gift card for $15. Or if it's like a distant friend, yeah, like you just like it's teachers, a friend of a friend. Teachers around the holidays and uh, you know going into the summer. You give your teachers gift cards. I I've given my mom has given us um, presents to give to our bus drivers at the end of the year. Classic. That's, I think Classic. that's awesome. Give them the bus drivers. Man, we had a bus driver. We would drive by this sign that stuck out a little bit too close to the road. And one time we hit it by accident, like with the, like just the corner of it, with like the mirror of the bus, and you just heard it go, whoa, 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 and the bus was silent for a second, and then you just heard everyone go, shit, like just started screaming, like that was the coolest thing ever. And then for every single day of that school year, the only thing that you would yell going around the corner is hit the sign hit the sign that's a real story you drove this bus no it was when i was going to like middle school oh okay it's my middle school it's like the seventh grade but every day for the seventh grade after that sign was hit 
which had to be, I'm guessing, early in the year, because it was every day you would go around that corner leaving the school and just go, hit the sign. And every time you said that, was there a hope that he would do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His name was... Reggie. Oh, my God. His name was... Reggie. Would be like, Reggie. Hit the sign. And then he'd never do it, and then he'd just be like... He would acknowledge it. I, don't, I can't remember exactly what he would say about it. <laughs> he might have done it, like, the one of the last days just to get us, like, to fucking... This, this fucking stop. Oh my god. Added that Reggie. Name. <laughs> I don't want the bus driver union coming after him. <laughs> bus driver union. I feel like uh, a, a bus driver union would devote all of its resources to, <laughs> to stopping Dan, <laughs> to putting an end to it. I mean, they're the ones listening to the podcast. That's true. If, anyone, if anyone's listening to them, Sal, if you're out there, I still, you know, I'm glad you did it. I, I, I think he hit the sign after. Oh, I can confidently say I think that he hit the sign a second time. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean, just little things like that make a kid's day. When I used to teach uh, at like a at a day camp when I was a music teacher, um, I, that was like my favorite thing about kids is like if you just set stakes like as the, for some reason just as silly as you like you could be as silly as you want but if you just set stakes kids always are like real into it candy i mean if you're doing like some sort of uh you know outdoor game involving like uh we had something like musical chairs or whatever and uh you know you incorporated candy in it game over and then if you let i was just telling this to someone the other day if you let one kid have more candy or like another team have candy and this one doesn't get it you're gonna have a riot jeez you're gonna have a riot. Those kids are gonna come after you. You gotta give all the kids get candy. Lesson for for those at home. Where's my like? <laughs> give all give all the kids candy. It's good philosophy. Good philosophy. Just give all the kids candy. All right. So there's a, there's a uh, there there was a comment made in the documentary that said that. Yeah, I got some comments on the documentary. <laughs> Go ahead, though. <laughs> so, someone said that, uh, like, the, the tie-dye stuff is, mm. like, too garish. Or, I, or, you know who also said that? Yeah. Bob Weir. You're right. I'm right. He did say that. He did say that. I saw that. I saw the video. That was a cool little Instagram clip. I've known that for a little bit, probably from, like, a Reddit thing. But, uh... I thought a clip was funny. He also has a weird philosophy about, like, drugs, I think, at the show. What's his philosophy? He thinks... Oh, Please, he, speak on behalf of Bob Weir. I th this is what he said in the other one documentary. He said that if you're, if you're there to sell drugs, <clears throat> then you're a shitty person, basically. Mm -hmm. But if, if you're there to have fun, then he didn't really specify... Right. I think he said he was okay with it, but he has like, which I guess is a, is a fair thing to say. Yeah, I would. Say, I mean, Ooh. oh my god, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, selling selling what, you know, beyond weed. Yeah, that's true. a different story. I Nitrous think, mafia. I mean, not even. I mean, that's. <sighs> That's a world I don't even know about. <laughs> That'd be a good documentary, though. Yeah, that would be a good documentary. Dude. I wouldn't want to make fire, it, though. Fire up the camera. Yeah, I don't want to. I mean, I really don't want to get involved with the Nitrous Mafia. Uh, but, you know, if it's like, if you're selling someone, like, psychedelics that are cut with other things, and they're going to lose their mind, you know, I understand that. Yeah. And I think that there would be a lot of shitty people who are just like, oh, it's, this is the, the drug band that's going around. <laughs> Uh, for a million years, you know, million years now. Let me let me go to this outside this concert and, and fucking sell some bunk stuff to the people. But uh, yeah, anyone who cuts like anything with something that it isn't, you know, that's just really shitty. I don't even know how we got there. That's the thing with this podcast. You, like, there's a lot of tangents. Well, you got you got to catch up with me on these. Uh... I'm catching up. Shout out to Sheila. Don't you want to see Pat cut loose, everybody? <laughs> can you put can you, at home? Can you put like an audience? 
when they do like the you know like it's the comms where like they're like wild up and like, yeah. there's that one guy's like Woo! yeah it's just cheers dude you graduated I'll... today oh i did when does this air <laughs> this is gonna air i don't know probably a, a few weeks a few weeks yeah um, but yeah, I graduated. I was conf they did a conferral, and they have conferred that I am graduated. So that's pretty awesome. What is con oh, like con like it's a like conference? They go through conferral, like your whole record. I don't know why it's called that. You go, they go through your record and just make tick off all the boxes to make sure everything's checks out, mm -hmm. and then they officially like, stamp your diploma or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's probably what they do actually. Well, do you, do you I mean do you know anything about your ceremony yet? It's probably gonna be virtual again, but I don't. I don't actually know. I don't know if they have a plan. I'm kind of okay with that. I know. I, yeah, you were saying that you you like that, but I'm kind of okay with it. I'm not. You know. I like because we were gonna do it in uh, Yankee Stadium. That was like the whole promise. Like, oh, you're, oh, oh, you're gonna work really hard, and that's your like, oh, um, your prize at, at the end, or like your award for doing that. Yeah. And it's just like doing it in my living room, whatever. That's <laughs> life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that does that, that fucks me a little bit. Because I went to my 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 mom had her associate's degree when I was like, uh, like a few years ago, so I got to see her graduation. But then my dad's he he went to school right afterwards, and his was online, and it felt like he was like robbed of he's like he said that it was he felt robbed of it. Mm -hmm. But that's life. <laughs> Dude, you can make a you can make a really good like uncle like baker, who just like is really nihilistic. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a nihilistic. I'm someone's uncle. Yeah. Who's also who's a, a baker? Who's also an old man? All right. Who's also a baker? Yeah. Specifically of what? Like Our, breads and breads and donuts. Yeah, just bread uh, mainly. You're in the old country? Mainly, I was thinking of, uh, like, Little Shop of Horrors. Mr. Bushnick? Yes. But like a baker, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just, showed, not some, Mr. I just showed some in Little Shop of Horrors, and we were talking about how uh, uh, Audrey talks, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the worst voice ever. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like this. Like, it's just really, like... Yeah. It's this really, like, whispery, high-pitched voice. And she like squeaks. She does. I saw it live off Broadway. Oh, that's cool. Which is totally. It's like they do it I love really that. well. I do. Great movie too. Yeah. You want to something crazy? It was me and me and Eliana were watching that, and then we were watching. Uh, what I then found out was the director's cut, which ends differently. It yeah. Ends, it ends with all the plants taking over the world. That's the one. I, that's the only one I saw. So, I, but the the theatrical one is uh, is is not that. They 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 blow it up and it ends really quickly. That's the real. That was the real theatrical ending because they were testing the. Oh, movie. in the movie, you yeah, mean. They, yeah, they were yeah. testing it and it didn't turn out. They didn't. People weren't responding to that ending because it's literally fifteen minutes of a song going on. Oh yeah. While the piranha monster plants are taking over the world <laughs> for fifteen minutes and just several people are dying. You're yeah. watching like the roots come out of someone's sink and like pull them through a window. It, uh, but we were watching it, and the whole time, like the whole rest of the movie is the same. And then I get to the last fifteen minutes, and my fucking brain is like scrambling, because I'm like, I, I'm like, am I remembering this wrong? Like he beats, <laughs> he, they beat the the plant guy, and then we went on like a whole YouTube wormhole and Reddit safari for fucking for answers. <laughs> I like that term, Reddit safari. Reddit safari, yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Put on a T-shirt. Cut me sixty percent. That sounds like uh, a bit like someone in big tech making a band, like someone in Silicon Valley Reddit who's twenty three. They really like math rock. <laughs> Reddit Safari. We are Reddit Safari. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about Reddit, dude. When did you fall in love with Reddit? So, I it started with like Hans Zimmer did a Q and A on Reddit. I had to have an account to comment, so I made an account. This was through NYU. No, it was just I was oh, just, just in middle school. Or whatever. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, Shout out to Hans Zimmer. 
Yeah, it was like one of the first things I did on the internet, and then I got on Reddit, and I'm trying to think, just like no one, no no one subreddit in particular, but just the fact that you have all this like interesting stuff all the time it became addictive. I had to I had to like turn it off during finals week when I was a senior in high school. Oh my god! <laughs> I had to delete it from my phone, but. I think, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's how your brain works, too. Like, your brain specifically. Because you'll just shout out some facts sometime. And I'll be like, oh. Yeah, that's true. I do like facts. You do like facts. You're, you're like a human snapple cat. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Bro, catch up. Come on. I'm about, I'm about to refill this in <laughs> I'm going to refill yours, too. Uh, nah, I'm going to... I'm going gonna, gonna to slow Ladies down Ladies and gentlemen, now. let's cheer him on at home. <laughs> Patrick Green Tea. Get that guy. Get that same thing. Woo! Woo! <laughs> you got a lot of editing to do. I'm giving you a lot of notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> it's fun to listen back to um, um to these though, and sort of like remember what the hell happened. <laughs> What's your editing process while I eat this? I just watch the whole thing. Yeah. Watch the whole thing unfiltered once. Yeah, and I take notes based off of based off of the um, time code. So like at five minutes, this happens, and then after that, it's just like it's so much. I have like a, a template of the notes page, and the template tells me like what to do next, and then I I don't know. There's a lot of like little steps like downloading it to your computer which doesn't take that very long but um what i do is just edit uh put the prologue in which is the notes thing i was mentioning which i, I list i um record after i listen through the whole thing just so i know what to say and it refreshes me about what the episode's about and then from there i could like name it and stuff and um based off of, like yeah, so, some, like, quirky thing that's, like, the theme of the episode. Like, Jeff Cementi musical, which I liked. And that's that. But then I, I... The whole promo process is, like, two hours in and of itself. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. You good? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to pretend to fall asleep, but you actually... You concluded before I can keep going. Yeah. That's my process. <laughs> That's a process. He's just a regular guy, everybody. He puts his pants on the same way as everyone else. Actually, I can't say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you put him on differently? Yeah. What I, do you uh, do? You I, somersault into him? throw them up in the air, and I backflip them on. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Do you have transition glasses? I do actually. I do it. Yeah, they they're really I handy. <laughs> I like them a lot. Yeah. What happens if like someone's shining a flashlight in your face? I'll still see the flashlight, but when I when I'm outside for like twenty minutes, then it gets a little darker. Yeah. And I'll have to squint to look at in the sun's direction. Yeah. Was when I, whenever I don't have my glasses on, like I'm swimming in a lake, it just hurts to see, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, what the hell? Why is everything so bright? You didn't even explain to your, your viewers why you were here in, in my world today. We didn't even talk about that. We just started talking about fucking... Yeah, dude. The <laughs> Jeff Chimitti musical. So, yes, we are here in the little old rinky-dinky village. Oh, rinky dink! No, it's not even. It's Don't even say my village, dude. We're not talking about my village here. We're talking talking about the speaker cables, the acclaimed <laughs> number one podcast oh, on yeah. all platforms. <laughs> Once I get that, this RSS is the set of speaker cables. Speaker cables. This is true. I got my my show didn't even have a set. I've only done like over Skype, so. Those in person, you're saying? Like the like the first in person one. This is the first in person one. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, I don't know how the rest are going to go. Mostly they're probably just going to be Skype. But yeah, I'm not, the world is my set, you know? <laughs> the world is your set. The world's your oyster. I, I feel like a Think true documentarian, that. you know? 
What is your oyster? What does that mean? I, I was just going to say, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? World is your oyster. Because there's a pearl. So it's like you, you got to. How do they do that, man? How do, what's the, is that oysters that have pearls? Okay, Google, yeah. do oysters make pearls? Yes. On the website nhm.app.uk, they say, Pearls are made by marine oysters and freshwater mussels as a natural defense against an irritant such as a parasite entering their shell or damage to their fragile body. Freshwater mussels. So that's interesting. So let's let's dive into that <laughs> a little bit. Like when you hear an oyster and parasites and, you know, shrimp and... Okay, yeah, just hop up. That's fine. That's fine, dude. I'm going on... I, I was just about to spin you some fucking hot... I was over that. Alright. Let's let's go back into that. Right? Okay. So oysters. Oysters to fight off parasites and like shrimp and clams, I'm guessing they get into a lot of street fights with in the ocean. Yeah. You know. They're they're fighting them off and the irritants are making pearls. A single pearl. Right, if you're like Lisa Simpson or someone who wears a pearl necklace, like you've got at least, I want to say, twenty-five to thirty pearls on that string. <laughs> am, I, am I wrong to say that? I think that's a pretty regular amount, right? I think that's a pretty average amount for a, a woman's set of pearls. Or guys, anyone could wear them, right? So, that, so thirty oysters got to go for a necklace. Where are the vegans on that? <laughs> Where's the community standing up for that? Right? These oysters, 30, 30 to 50 of them are getting fucking split open, cracked like a freaking car window. <laughs> Gone. For a necklace. For something to wear on a night out. That's That honestly, to me, tacky. No, you would make a good stand-up comedian. <laughs> You had me on the whole the whole journey. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wish I could. You know, there's a big thing between... Um, not a big thing, but I should say there's a lot in like the comedy world I've heard is more in podcasts, but it's like uh, if you are a comedian, you look at musicians as being really cool and you wish you were a musician. If you're a good musician... You look at a comedian and you envy that a comedian can speak so well on a stage as a performer, and that and that's kind of what like every music every good musician wants to be a comedian, and every good comedian wants to be a musician. And to take that even further, I think that the best of the best are tapped into something that is on the same level as a musician. You know what I'm saying? Here's a snapple fact: John Mayer. Yep. Says that if he wasn't a musician, he would be a comedian. I believe him. And he, he does this stuff with Dave Chappelle all the time. They do Controlled Danger, yeah. which is their little... And he started He he started comedy and just like it didn't go well for him. I don't know what that means, but I guess he, he didn't... I don't yeah, know. I think, you know, I, I think that he gets hit with a thing that's kind of like what Drake gets hit with, which is like that they're, they're very successful musicians who don't have this this image of like you know uh i can't really say like showboating material success because i you know i i guess that they both have enough money to to be making posts about the the, you know brands that they work with or whatever but you know what i'm trying to say like drake's got an album coming out called certified lover boy (laughs) if travis scott put out a record that was called Certified Lover Boy, we'd all be like, that's kinda lame, dude. This last record was a twisted carnival and now you're a, you now you want to talk about love? Like everyone would give him crap for it. Everyone gives Drake crap for like Tusi Slide and like being, you know that that when the haircut came out put a photo of that dude. I mean that that haircut was crazy. Um but yeah for sure. I would see that John Mayer, I think John Mayer gets hit with being a pop person too much. I think that he's like, and I think that he broke that with the dead. Like, I think that everyone starts giving him his dues. But for real, I mean, do shreds. 
Excuse me. He does. Are you going to edit that out? The burp? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Dude, big sip. Big sip, big slice. Slowing it down. I'm only going to have like four four shots. <laughs> nah, it's a, it's a weed day. The lights are green, Daniel. Have you seen this weed you're talking about? <laughs> <coughs> Let's go to Connecticut. Go outside. Spin the trail cameras around. Find it. <laughs> get that weed. Spin the track oh, cameras the, back. The weed that's and, there is like it's been frozen for weeks. I mean, I've heard that that still works and it's still fine. Yeah, but it's gonna be like shitty. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's that's <laughs> that's a little crazy. Soon you can just go to Jersey or whatever and get. I really hope that you use that container, and I hope that you save yourself cold fingers from looking for your weed outside because you deserve better. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a paranoid guy? Yeah. Because I have to be, you know. You're di- like you're different than the paranoid than I. Like I feel like I'm very like. I, I don't like saying that I'm OCD, but I'm very like things have to look a certain like before we sat down, everything had to look a certain way over here. You're more paranoid, like, like like looming, <laughs> like danger is looming. Yeah. Yeah, or like. Uh, Definitely. Like when we were doing the the Halloween thing, it was like getting the UPD involved, like like. You're 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 more paranoid. Like I want my bases to be covered. I'm paranoid. Like well, you definitely. I don't think you had to get the UPD involved for the shoot. I mean, maybe for the show. I forget how they got involved. So I just remember I was golfing and I got a call from the sheriff at the campus, and I just thought it was really funny that I was golfing and I was like, "Yeah, work the the Grateful Dead kids are coming in Saturday, and it's gonna be loud." <laughs> 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 it's like, it's, and while I'm golfing too, like I felt like a CEO. Oh my god! It was god. great. It was a fun time. How do you dress when you're golfing? Different than when how I dress in real life. <laughs> in real I was life. Re, I was relaxed. I and I was loving it a little bit too. I had this I had good windbreaker. Um, a lot of like athletic sweats, baseball hats. Um. The glove. I mean, you gotta have the glove. Uh, glove. Only one glove. Yeah, for your, uh, for your, for this hand, for your top hand. Right. I oh, know. Maybe the opposite. I don't know. I've only been doing it for a couple months. You poser. You golf poser. Oh, I'm not even. I don't even boast like that. We did. Yeah. I on Thanksgiving. I went out with my uncle, and my cousin. We went to a a digital golf. Um, like it's a it's a screen and then they have like a radar behind you and you hit an actual golf ball against the wall and it it tracks like the direction of your club and where the ball went and like how far it would go and the power you had behind it and i had like plus 90 something like it was it was unheard of how bad i was at digital golf it was worse than the week before when i was in north carolina on an actual golf course for the first that was my first time on a golf golf course like the range and golfing are very different like the range, you just you. It's almost like it's like going to the gym. You just slam it. If you're, uh, you know, if you're on a golf course, you gotta be a little more like, okay, how how am I gonna get this to the hole? Exercise is a different muscle. For sure. For sure. Sinking in my chair here. I'm not talking to the mic. You're gonna have some crazy audio for this. I'm fucking yeah, <laughs> like all over today. Oh, here's a question that I just it popped into my head that I wrote down. Um, what is your like preference between strains of weed? No, that is a good question. Um, I'm, more or less, I do like sativas because I I like um, you know I like the creative, energized feeling of of strains sometimes, but I'm not a stickler. You know, I'm not like, uh, I mean, rarely am I really consistently asking someone what it is. It's more like if someone tells me what, what they've got, 
and it's I recognize something that I've enjoyed in the past, I'll maybe okay. head towards them. Like uh, you know, like f- very generic ones that I like a lot. I like Wedding Cake. I like um, you know Sour Diesel. I like Girl Scout cookies. Um, Gorilla Glue. Mm-hmm. Wedding Wedding Cake is probably my favorite. One. I think for some reason I just like Wedding Cake a lot. And I, I never really cared about taste until recently. Another one, Mimosa, tasted really good. Well, some sher- sherbet ones that I've had in the past. Some, some some crazy ones. Gelato. That was another good one. King Louis is a, is a great one that I used to get, like, a pre-rolled pack of Skywalker OG. I used to get another. It was like a... Man, I can't believe I burned through those so quick. But it's, it's, um, it literally, I'll show you later. It's like... I don't have I have the cartridges now, but it looked like a cig- a cigarette carton of like eight or ten pre rolled joints. Mm. This would probably last you an entire year. It was like yeah. perfectly <laughs> rolled medical, like I don't know medical, but smart rolls like a, like a company like SmartBud, and like ten of them, and it came with a lighter, like a USB lighter, which was even cooler. They're great. <laughs> And you you would just fucking pop one out and have a whole day, just Jeez. cooked. And it was fucking those ones were great. Uh, I can't really think of anything else. Uh, a l- lemon haze or some sort of lemon one, maybe like lemonade. Yeah, that's a, a strain. What about you? Uh, there was one. Is there, is there a Reddit for strains? Probably. I haven't I haven't looked into that though. I feel like. Uh, just what the options are because strains it's not like something you can shop around you just like you have to study them and then when people offer them to you you have to be like oh yeah i remember this was the this did that mm-hmm. but i think it's all like just what you smoke and you like um i haven't i haven't smoked much that i like knew what it was to be fair and a lot of <clears> it <throat> i just like bought from people i you know mm. or it was given to me or whatever however is a long tangent <laughs> to yeah, say you know, that. We're actually getting pretty close. We got like 15 minutes left. 15? Yeah, on okay. these camcorders. So. But anyway. Maybe long, start. Yeah. Long story short. Okay. What, watermelon gelato I really like because it doesn't smell that bad, which is important to me, but I'm probably. Watermelon is interesting. Gelato. I, I, sometimes they they mash the names together when they like fuse the strains or whatever weed science the botanists are doing. Maybe. But Herbologists, I, I, is that what they're called now? Like the preferred maybe. nomenclature? I had I had a, a bud tender. That's like a... That's hilarious. A bud tender? So I went is to a, fucking a weed... Someone in San Diego with a... <laughs> no, it was in uh, it was in Madrid. Oh, that's... Okay. Because, like, they have some weird law where if it's a private club that is members, members only, then it's legal, mm. which is dope. But I had Cinderella there. I really like that strain. Um, they said it was like it was the best they had, so to me it was good. You know, mm-hmm. it was like the most the most expensive, but I forgot it was. It might have been a hybrid. I just realized it's it's not even eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pre- I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm like sauce out of my mind, but I'm pretty cooked. And then I was like, it's got to be like eleven. It's eight thirty. No man, we work quick. I mean, do you have, you want to keep going? Do you want to keep going for this one? I, I, if possible, if if it's this early in the night, I'd like to switch over to do a speaker cable one at some point. Yeah. Okay. So. So why don't we do like a break in between? Why don't we wrap this up? Because we, I mean, we talked about a lot. How long do you usually do it for? Thirty minutes. Uh, it's usually like forty or an hour or something like that. So okay. like this is a good length. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> so here, yeah, very, here we are. Here we here we've been for an hour and fifty minutes. Been. Um, <laughs> I love this set. Thank you for uh, having me here. Of course. I think uh, the podcast definitely benefits from you know collaboration. I so. think I I think I personally benefit from you and something that I beat myself up about watching that last podcast we did when I was uh, when I was looking at it is that I didn't uh, I didn't applaud you enough for the efforts and the you know i i was telling you know one time i was just like man i can't believe he drives an hour and a half to get here to 
like for days where it's like me and Jordan being silly. You know, <laughs> you're just very on top of your game, and and I respect your drive. It's a good sir. Like you. And uh, you know, uh, you're my. I, I I'm always down for whatever crazy project you're signing up for. Cool. And I am too. If you ever need my film or sax services. Hey man, come on. <laughs> Happy to oblige. Patrick's Patrick's Green Tea Podcast. Patrick's Green Tea Podcast. Patrice. Now the fans at home are saying, Pat, will you eat that cosmic brownie? I will. <laughs> there you go, folks. Thank you. All right. You want me to start? <laughs> yeah, we can just cut that. Okay. Fade it out. Fade it out. Whoop, boop, Hello. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Patrick's Green Tea on Patreon, Discord, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and Bandcamp, Patrick's Green Tea Podcast on Instagram, and Patrick Green Tea without an S on Twitter. If you donate at least $5 a month on Patreon, you'll get exclusive access to the Drunk Patrick Chronicles. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Supplemental materials like photos and text are available on our website, patrickscreentea.com. You can join our subreddit at r slash You can make comments on YouTube and on the website. And you can contact me directly at patrickscreentea at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps us out. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.